for listening to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A really good Thursday show for you. A little bit of a preview of what's coming on podcast number 370, the weekly podcast coming up in a couple hours. Joey's Women were released yesterday officially. Most of them have gone public on Instagram, if not all of them. I haven't checked every single one of the 32 women, but most of them have. As I told you, they were going to go... They were going to be released uh, yesterday um, in the podcast yesterday morning. We've got the Survivor finale. Um, I watched the Eras Tour video, even though I went and saw it in the movies. And we are going to talk uh, about Laura Owens. And we are going to listen to her six and a half minutes of the Facebook video that she posted and took down. I'm sorry if you're getting tired of the Laura Owens stuff. Too bad. This woman is going to start becoming, I think, even more of a topic on this podcast because she won't be quiet about it. And as long as she continues to perpetuate her lies and try and prevent people their First Amendment rights, I'm sorry, we're going to talk about it. And I want you to listen to what she has to say on her Facebook video that she thought nobody screen recorded, but somebody did. So it was posted. I will listen to it. You're going to listen to it. And I'll have some comments, I'm sure. But this is important stuff, and I'm sorry, this isn't going away until it's become official of what's really going on in this situation, because frankly, I'm sick of her shit. We'll get to all that momentarily. All right, let's start out. Podcast number 370 is coming up in a couple hours, and I told you yesterday it's with Lindsay Windham, who was on Clayton season. She was briefly on Bachelor in Paradise last summer and got some good stories to tell. You know, was she a standout character on Clayton season? Absolutely not. Wasn't involved in any drama. Lasted four episodes. She's from Houston, and she was eliminated in Houston when they went there for episode four. But she does have a couple behind-the-scenes things. She does talk about Shanae, her thoughts about Shanae, what was going on with Shanae in the house. She also tells a very funny story that it's kind of funny, but it's also kind of scary. And if you watched Unreal when it was back on... I can't remember what network even broadcasted on. Was it Lifetime? I think it was Lifetime. Remember the show Unreal, which was basically, um, it was created by a former Bachelor producer who created a television show based on a reality television dating show. And it showed the inner workings because they had the experience. They had worked on The Bachelor for nine, Bachelor and Bachelorette for like nine seasons. So... What they did was create a show based around a show that was essentially The Bachelor without calling it The Bachelor. And there was one thing in there, and we'll and uh, we'll talk about it. I'll talk about it briefly tomorrow after you listen to Lindsay today in a couple hours. But one of the stories that she tells about something that happened to her from the time that she was in the hotel before the show till the time she moved into the mansion. Very, very interesting stuff, and I wanna, I'll want to i touch on it tomorrow. I also think we're going to talk a lot tomorrow about the fact that uh, Rachel Lindsay is on Nick Vial's podcast today. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to listen to all of it. I'm sure Us Weekly will do their recap of it and the things that she says on it. That's all I need. Um, if I have to go listen to get exact quotes about certain things, I will. But uh, that's going to be very interesting. Rachel hasn't been on Nick's podcast in two years. I'm curious to see what she talks about, what Nick asks her, and all that. So... Be prepared. Uh, that's probably going to take up a majority of tomorrow's podcast. Joey's Women. As I said uh, in the open, Joey's Women were released uh, yesterday. 
officially on all the social media accounts of Bachelor ABC, and their bios are up on BachelorNation.com. And I just want to say this. I say it every single year. I don't think it's going to change how certain people cover the show, but we know that once the bios come out, there will be podcasts that dedicate whole episodes to breaking down the women's bios and what they say in their bios and the three fun facts that are added. You're not going to see me doing that. I just think it's a waste of time. Look, it's just the way I run my podcast. I don't, if people want to do it for their podcast, that's fine to each their own. What I am saying though, is this, when you do, if you are a podcaster that does do full episodes and just sits there and reads the bios and then gives your thoughts and creates an opinion about somebody just based on what they wrote in their bio, just remember producers have a very, very heavy hand when it comes to those bios and those fun facts are for the most part made up. Like there might be something in there about, oh, so-and-so likes romance novels. That could be true. But when you find something in there that's kind of random, like the one that stuck out to me yesterday was Jessica Edwards saying she just read her first book last summer. I know nothing about Jessica Edwards. But what I do know is there's no fucking way in hell that last summer she read her first book. Come on. That's ridiculous. But yet there's going to be podcasts that are going to form their opinions and make fun of her for reading only one book in her life. I'm telling you, it's coming. And I think that's cheap. I think that's a low blow. And I think the podcasters know that producers have fun with these bios. So then why spend time? Look, I'm not going to tell them how to do their job, whatever. But if you do acknowledge that producers play a role in what is written in these bios, I, I can't understand how you can form any sort of opinion or make fun of somebody for something like that when we know it's not true. And producers just put it in there for the sole reason to get people talking and to get a reaction, just like they used to do with the job titles, like dog lover. And people, oh my God, what's somebody, how's dog lover a title? Oh my God, how's that a job for somebody? Or, or when Emily and Haley Ferguson were on Nick's, were they on Nick's season? <laughs> oh no, no, they were on Ben Higgins' season. When they were on Ben Higgins' season, it was twins. Like, oh my God, what is? How is a job being a twin? It's just like. You're falling right into the producer's trap. They want you to talk about this. So same things for those fun facts. I haven't gone through all 32 women's three fun facts, but I guarantee most of them were never even said by the contestant. This contestant never told anybody that. They never wrote it down in any sort of their, uh, you know, the test that they have to take pre-show. The producer's just having fun at their expense. I say this every year. Kind of goes in one ear and out the other for a lot of people. Producers don't care about the contestants at all. They do not care, no matter how much you think they do. And if you're one of Joey's women this season, just know. Producers don't care about you. You are expendable. So just know that. And I'm sorry if they wrote something in your bio that you never even said. And now people are already laughing at you or snarking behind your back or whatever. It's just part of the second you signed on the dotted line and agreed to go on the show, you gave up all control of how you were going to be portrayed on television. Some of you are going to get great edits and you won't have to worry about anything, but some of you aren't and people are going to comment and you're going to have to take to your social media because we know it's going to happen at some point this season. Multiple women from Joey's season will say, hey, we're real people too. You know, you don't have to write mean things like we know this, but 
I'm not saying that's your fault for going on the show, but just know the second you agreed to go on the show, you opened yourself up to major, major criticism. And I hope you understand that. And yesterday was pretty tame. You know, yesterday is just the first day. The show hasn't even started airing. So, yeah, you've got some people that are like, oh, wow, I didn't realize. Okay, here's here's Joey's women. Let me look at them. It, the negative stuff really isn't going to start until the first night because that's when people actually see you, see how you talk, see how you walk, see how you wear your hair, see how you wear your makeup, all that stuff because that's what they're going to you know, basically shit on you for because they have no lives themselves and they want to live vicariously through people on an edited reality show. So they will criticize at any chance they can get. Just keep that open. Just keep that in mind. The Survivor finale last night. Um, so I went to the Clippers Mavericks game last night. I didn't get home and start watching this three hour Survivor finale until what time was it? 11, 11 15. So I didn't finish it <laughs> until one o'clock, 1 10. So I'm recording this, like as I'm looking at the clock right now, it's 1.25 in the morning, and I haven't even recorded the Sports Daily. So tonight's going to be a long night for me, but I expected it. Um, I should have recorded the Sports Daily before I left for the game. However, I was enthralled watching the Eras Tour video with my niece, and um, it went right up to the time we had to leave. So I didn't back time it well. And um, so, yeah, but the Eras Tour video just watching it again. I do think it's weird that I only can I can only watch it as many times in 48 hours now that I've pressed play. I paid 19.89. I thought I got to own it. <laughs> Apparently not. So, yeah. Yeah, I get, you know, Amazon Prime, you rent something for 3.99 or 4.99, you have to watch it within 3 days or whatever, and you can watch it as many times but you only got 3 days. It's like a blockbuster video. Well, that's for 3.99 and 4.99. I get it. I paid 19.89. For the Eras Tour video. And I can only watch it as many times as I want in 48 hours? I don't know. I don't get it. Anyway, back to Survivor. Um, I'm fine with D winning. I said, look, the only three I could even see winning this thing are D, Austin, or or Julie. I just didn't see Katura having much of a case. Jake made a late run there, and I thought maybe, but I think it was almost too too little too late for Jake. One of the better characters of this season, for sure. Probably, he might have been the most likable character on the cast this year. I think everybody watching the show just loves Jake and would probably want to see him in an all-star season upcoming. Like, why wouldn't you? Uh, great accent, very self-aware, and, you know, maybe not the greatest strategist out there, but just the fact that he loved the game. Like, I just love seeing that about the contestants. I love when they cast people who are fans of the game are knowledgeable about the history of survivor. And Jake was like an encyclopedia when it came to that shit. So uh, I really, really liked Jake. He really started growing on me in the last half of the season and he had an underdog story. I thought maybe, you know, underdog story. But then when they started reading the votes, I'm like, nah, he's getting nothing. It would have been really interesting though. If we got a four, four tie and Jake was the one uh, to break it. I wish Jeff would have asked him that at the after party of Jake, if we would have had a tie, who would you have voted for? I thought that would have been a great question. How Jeff Probst passed that up, I have no idea. I'll spend a little bit more time talking about that tomorrow because we got this video to get to from Laura Owens from her Facebook page. That's going to take a little bit. So um, we'll get to all that momentarily. But of course, 
first going to talk to you about microdose. You've probably heard the word microdosing. Uh, microdosing. It's it's uh, if not, just know it's a lot of people are microdosing to feel healthier and perform better. You get your mind and your body at ease. That's what we all want. Feel in that zone. And that's what microdosing can do for you. You relieve anxiety or pain or muscle tension. You fall asleep and you stay asleep. It helps exercise post-workout recovery. Your focus and cre- your creativity are a little bit sharper. And look, you don't even need, this isn't smoking weed. It's, does it have THC in it? Yes. And I know a lot of people get scared when they hear the letters THC. All you got to do is take a half a gummy. And I'm telling you, it puts you in the mood. Right before bed, calms you down, gets rid of your stresses. You'll absolutely love it. To learn more about it, though, go to Microdosing THC and go to microdose.com and use code REALITYSTEVE to get free shipping and 30% off your first order. Again, that's microdose.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE, microdose.com, promo code REALITYSTEVE for 30% off your first order. Okay, um, I'm going to play the Laura Owens video. She posted this on her Facebook yesterday and then deleted it within, I don't know, I, I think the max it was up was maybe 30 minutes. I don't know how many minutes it was up, but it wasn't up very long. But it's deleted, but somebody screen recorded it. And you can be like, no, this is an invasion of privacy. No, it isn't. Laura Owens' Facebook page is public. She posted this on a public Facebook page. And it's six minutes of her basically crying and talking about being bullied. I've got some thoughts on this, so we're just going to get going. My name is Laura Owens, and I know that before I even started this video, people on Reddit, just by virtue of the fact that I'm speaking up for myself, um, have started threads about me where they're critiquing my looks, where I'm becoming a meme. Um... I'm sorry, you are seven months pregnant, over seven months pregnant with twins, and all you do all day long is worry about, you listen to everything that Dave posts, you listen to everything that I post, you spend all day on Reddit worrying about what Reddit people say about you. Why don't you have other things to worry about when you're seven months pregnant? All right, that's right, that's right you're not pregnant. Sorry. Continue. And content creators like Dave and Steve... Um, Dave Neal, Reality Steve. Happy because they have something to talk about um, on their. Laura, I talk about you when you do shit like this. I talk about you when there's an update in your case. Have you ever listened to my daily roundup? It always starts with something Bachelor related. If there's something in the news Bachelor related, then I go to other reality shows. Then I go to pop culture stuff. Shit, the first twelve minutes of this podcast did not bring you up. If you didn't ever post, I'd trust me, I'd still do a daily roundup every day and be able to not talk about you, okay? Podcasts and, and YouTube channels tomorrow. Um, so they have all of that. And what I have is... What I have is what I feel like no privacy anymore. Brought upon by yourself. No reputation. Brought upon by yourself. And this is by no means a cry for help. I'm not suicidal right now. I'm not at all. I just... Good to know. We don't want you to be. It's important for me to speak out and say that this is... This is how I'm feeling 
as a result of what they've done to me. What have we done to you? Explain. Um, and this is how it looks like if you've been cyberbullied. We've cyberbullied you how? Explain. For for months. Um, Someone um, get her a tissue. Box of Kleenex, please. Since I became pregnant by The Bachelor, um, there. You're not were pregnant two by The Bachelor. Who I have restraining orders against. Who contacted that bachelor? Who contacted content creators? Didn't contact me. Never spoken to either of them. uh, That it was free game to talk about my past. Um, They said that I had done this before. And in saying that I had done this before, they meant that I had been pregnant before, which I have. I've been pregnant twice before, which is something that I... Like, I really didn't want to come out because I thought people would judge me for it. <laughs> um, already, I know they have. What? I did have two abortions in the past, but... I've never... I, I don't care about your past. I don't care about your past. It doesn't matter to me. Like, I was not ready for... I wasn't ready for that to come out. Oh. I mean, that's kind of her own fault. The second she went public with the Clayton story, really, anybody went really could go look. For it. This was public record. It was public record to find that. It's Dave not. Has made more than fifty videos and or like. He should have made seventy-five. Could possibly um, count talking about me. Um, he specializes in bachelor content but what he's talking about has nothing to do with the bachelor it absolutely does what are you talking about with me in my past and shaming me for it she crying or laughing (laughs) oh i think she's crying or she's trying to i don't it's kind of weird it's like i feel like anything that Your audio sucks. You know, it was like embarrassed or ashamed of like these two prior abortions have just been brought to light and have been like just things that have helped him monetize his channel. Um, I've been called every name in the book. Steve has called me a dumbass. Oh, because you are. Um, fucking moron. I did call you a fucking moron. I don't think you're too bright. Whoa, 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 whoa. She just said... She, whoa, whoa. Whoops. Oh, shit. I, I accidentally sent the fucking thing back and rewind. She just said, he calls me by my first name now. Laura, for two months, I specifically did not refer to you as anything. I referred to you as Clayton's accuser, and I referred to you as Jane Doe. The first time I ever called you Laura Owens on my podcast was when you wrote a Medium article and it was your name as the author. You said, I am Laura Owens. I'm the person behind all this. Holy shit. And now you're saying, like, now that's considered bullying that I said your name? I could have said your name so many times before that when you had a public case in Arizona where your name was out there being said by a judge and by lawyers. And I still didn't say it. The only time, the first time I said Laura Owens 
was when you wrote your Medium article, what was that, two, three weeks ago? Maybe two weeks ago? Where you literally identified yourself and said, I'm the woman behind the Clayton Eckerd story. What is your complaint here? Holy shit. Now, I lost track, so I'm going to have to press play and kind of find it here. Let's see where we're at. Um, crying again, crying. Another event where it gets crazier, as he says. Moron. Okay, there it is. He likes to say my full name when he refers to me. Yeah, full name when and he refers to you. Yeah, yeah, because I'm, I can. I couldn't even know where to begin with Dave. He said he... Uh, how about begin and say Dave's done an excellent job reporting on this story? No, you wouldn't stop talking about me for $10,000. I wouldn't either. For a million dollars. I'd probably go five. And he said that since he started to talk about me, that his, his monetization on his, his YouTube has gone up four times. I don't believe that's true. He says this on his live Patreon, which I have recorded, and then he denies it later. Um, Why are you recording his Patreon? Why are you paying attention to this? You're pregnant with, with twins. About me. Care about other things. He's threatened him with defamation lawsuits. Nothing stops him. Oh, my God. <laughs> Your audio sucks again. Get a better recording device. And he keeps teasing that he's going to talk about um, another event where it gets crazier, as he says. <laughs> because he found out about literally the worst thing that could happen to a person that happened to me in March of 2022. Um, I have I not was, heard Dave say that, but whatever. I really he's, don't want to talk about this. Good, then don't. <laughs> but he said he's going to talk about it if I don't. I guarantee he doesn't. Well, not if I don't. He's just going to talk about it. He didn't even... He didn't say that. He just... He's just going to talk about it. And it's better for me to get my side of this out. Laura, pan the camera out so we can see your belly, please. Oh, what a shocker. It's only from the neck up. Does anybody have a violin? Look, okay, that was it. It just stops at six minutes and 28 seconds. And look, here's the thing. I mean, you be like Steve, leave her alone. She clearly isn't in a great mental health space. No, she's not. And we, and we wish that she would actually try and get herself in a better mental health space. The problem is, as I said yesterday, the most ironic thing about all this is she's saying Dave and Steve are cyberbullying me. No, we're not. We're exposing you. There's a giant, giant difference. You're the one that's being the bully here. You're the one that is threatening defamation suits against people. You even just said it in your Facebook post. I've threatened defamation suits and nothing's working. Basically, I'm trying to bully them and it won't make them stop. That's literally what you just said. And like I've said numerous times, like, Laura, come on my podcast. Or you know what? I, clearly, Laura's not going to come on my podcast. But here's the deal. How many times have Dave and I said, either him on his YouTube channel or me on my, this podcast, said, hey, show us you're pregnant. Go into your patient portal and show us your last OBGYN visit. 
so we can see the particulars. You can, you know, you can black out anything you need to black out that you don't want out there. Show us, uh, do a live video of your stomach. Show us a live video. Prove to us that you're pregnant. Now, clearly, you don't, she's not going to come on my podcast, clearly. She's certainly not going to go on with Dave. But you notice how when she does write about things, the Medium article two, two weeks ago, this six-minute Facebook, you know, crying rant, she doesn't address anything that we ever ask her about. So if you're not going to tell us in an email or you're not going to tell us over a phone call or in a podcast, Laura, the next time you take to some social media account to discuss what's going on and discuss your cyber ruling, why don't you address the stuff that we actually want to know? All you do is say, I'm being cyberbullied. Everyone's so mean to me. No, you're the bully. And you know what the old adage is? The bully hates being bullied. And we're not even bullying her. We're exposing her. But she takes that as, oh my gosh, I'm being cyberbullied. No, you're not. We're holding your feet to the fire. We're questioning you. We're asking serious questions. And you've given us no answers. That's not bullying. If that video that I just played for everybody was a private video that I somehow stole, yeah, that'd be bullying you because that would be something private. You literally fucking posted it on your public Facebook page yesterday. I don't care if it was up for five minutes. I don't care if it was up for 30 minutes. It wasn't up for more than an hour. I know that. But you posted it and somebody screen recorded it. Like, ever since she got involved in this, I just don't think she understands how the internet works. The second you become a public figure or you say something publicly, people have the right to come back at you. And your response can't be, stop bullying me, I'm going to start crying. That's not the way it works. We haven't just bullied you to bully you. We haven't even bullied you. We've exposed you. We've taken the things that you've said, either online or to us in emails, and said, there's something wrong about this. There's something fishy about this. This isn't adding up. And she never answers any of those questions. She just leaves six and a half minute videos of her scream crying with shitty audio and doesn't address anything. Seriously, if somebody is only getting that and they have never listened to any of the videos that Dave has done or listen to any of my podcasts, and they only know what Laura Owens posted on her Facebook, yeah, you probably would think, wow, she's being harassed. I'm telling you people, no, she's not. And the people that listen to me and the people that listen to Dave, you know who you are. You know we're in the right on this. All we're doing is bringing up stuff. I, I just, I cannot, I cannot believe that she's sitting there talking about how we're bullying her when she's literally in a public case in the court of Arizona that people could view, people can get a copy of, people can get the documents sent to them. And she's acting like we're invading her privacy and we won't leave her alone. If you answer the questions that we actually want answered, we will leave you alone. Now, once the questions are officially answered and we do find out this woman was never pregnant, will we jump up and down and gloat? Absolutely. Because for seven months, you've told us we're the assholes and we're the online bulliers. And all we're saying is, no, we're calling your bluff. We don't believe the things you're saying. And once they turn out to be true, we're going to gloat. Absolutely. But this whole thing about Dave and Steve, (laughs) 
it, the ironic thing is we're the two that aren't bullying her. If she has been getting death threats and if she has been getting nasty messages from people that don't believe her, I've said it for three weeks right now. You can go back and listen to any of my podcasts. I said, leave her alone. Do not contact her. Do not leave her a message. You can talk about it with your friends, but don't contact her. But she claims, I guess she's got all these messages from people that have been harassing her. If that's the case, then they're the cyber bullies, not Dave and I, when we're telling people not to do it. And we're telling people, hey, this is what Laura Owen said. We have some questions about it. This is what was done in court. We've got some questions about it. That's all we've done is bring light to the situation to explain to the masses who don't have the time to watch 90-minute hearings in Arizona online. We bring you the basics. So that video right there, yes, I understand. Clearly, she's not mentally well. Clearly, she's not doing great. But I'm sorry, she posted that for everyone to see. Clearly looking for sympathy. Why else would you release a six-and-a-half-minute video crying because you want people to feel sorry for you because nowhere in that video did you explain anything that's been going on never mentioned one thing about any of the cases did she mention in that case that Clayton won a TRO against her for sending 500 emails and text messages no she didn't did she mention anywhere in that six and a half minute crying video about a pregnancy she said one sentence since I became pregnant by the bachelor that's it didn't show us her belly what a shocker. Like I said during that video, the video was just from her neck up. Like, she doesn't answer anything. That, that video was nothing. It was absolutely nothing. And yet, we're the bullies here. She's got it all wrong. She's been the bully since day one. But bullies don't like it when you question them. And all she can come back with is, look at what they're doing to me. No. It's not the way it works. We're exposing you. We're questioning you. And no one's ever done that. That's the thing. In her past, no one's ever questioned her on anything. They just go with it. She's taken guys to court. Gone with it. Doesn't matter. I've never spoken to any of her exes. I've never said one thing about what's happened to her in her past. That's irrelevant to me. All I've dealt with is the Clayton case. I've never spoken to her ex. Either of the exes that she referred to in that video, they've never contacted me. I've never spoken to them. Every time I've talked about this case, it's been what's been going on with Clayton. And any details from past stuff, it's like, okay. You know, I, I, I think it's I think it's pretty important, but it's circumstantial evidence in a court of law. You just take every single fact about the Clayton case. That's all you need to know that. Here we are. Now it's probably, what, 29? We're probably at week 30 now? And this is a woman who's taken four samples? Who's given four samples, and yet no lab has said Clayton is the father? Yet, again, she just did a six-and-a-half-minute video. At any point in that video, did she say, it's been proven Clayton is the father. Why aren't you guys leaving me alone? Why don't you believe me? Because if she said that, it would be like, great, Laura. Where's the proof? Where's the evidence? She didn't say that. All she did was cry for six minutes. It's just, it's unreal. I hope you all see this. She gave nothing of any sort of factual evidence of anything in that. It's just all her side to feel sorry for her. 
And now I guarantee you, if she says anything else, it'll be, oh my gosh, you played my Facebook video and made fun of me, you bullies. No, we're not bullying. We're questioning you. We're exposing you because you still don't answer anything that we ever say in my podcast or Dave's YouTube channel. Where's an OBGYN report? Where's a video of your belly? You're seven and a half months. Where's proof that Clayton Eckert is the father? Where's a sample? Where's a positive sample? Why does every sample you send to a lab say little to no fetal DNA detected? Which is showing not only is Clayton not even the father in this fucking thing, you're not even pregnant. You're telling me at 30 weeks, you're, you're at 30 weeks, you're telling people at 30 weeks, you've got twins in your belly. And you've sent in four samples and not one of them has said there's a baby in there. They've all said little to no fetal DNA detected. I'm sorry. I'm not a doctor. I'm not an OBGYN. And I've never had a child. But I'm guessing if you're at 30 weeks, shit, I'm guessing if you're at six weeks and you were pregnant, there would be a detection of a baby in there. 30 weeks and you still haven't provided a sample that shows you're pregnant or any sort of paternity test that shows Clayton is the father of those children. That's all we're doing. That's all we've been saying time and time and time again for two months. And you haven't proven anything. So we're going to keep continuing to talk about it because you're trying to silence two guys who have First Amendment rights to talk about a public case. You're never going to get it. Keep it coming. Keep, keep putting out more Facebook videos. Keep putting out, I don't know, more Medium articles. And next time you do do something, whether it's a Medium article or a Facebook post or whatever, why don't you actually answer the questions that we've wanted to know since day one? Show us an OBGYN report from your patient portal. Post a video, a live video of yourself with your belly to show us you're pregnant. Do it. Then we can talk. But until then, we're just going to sit here and question everything you do because you have zero credibility at this point when you're sitting there at 30 weeks pregnant and have yet to prove anything in 30 weeks. Sorry. Wouldn't want to be you. Anyway, thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also rate and review if you can. Like I said, uh, Podcast 370 coming up in a couple hours with Lindsay Windham. Sports Daily coming up in an hour from now, so check that out. Again, thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it, and I will talk to you tomorrow. See you!